0: Welcome to Bible Munchies Are you still feeling hungry for more of God's Word after the message on Sabbath? Well, maybe Bible Munchies is just what you need We're putting together Bible Munchies for providing extra spiritual food For building on the topic we looked at on the weekend Getting more into God's Word And giving you practical insights for Christian life I'm Pastor Ben from Walls End Church at Macquarie College And I've got Jackie McLaren here from Walls End Church as well Welcome Jackie. Hi. And we want to give a special welcome to our listeners from Wallsend End Church and Macquarie College and from wherever you may be joining us.
1: I'm I'm keen to get into this today Ben. Now your message on Sabbath was entitled Discover the Path to Happiness, Humility. Humility isn't always the most popular or inspiring word. Um, Why should we get excited about it? Is it Really, the path to happiness?
0: That's a good question. I asked um, Jess, my wife, after the sermon on the weekend, "What do you think of the talk?" And she said, "Why did you choose such a namby pamby title for your sermon? <laughs> um, Discover the path to happiness, humility." She wasn't impressed with that. Um, she said, "Discover the path to happiness." She said, "Nobody talks like that anymore." But I actually think that if you think it, if you break it down. Humility is one of the important ingredients to happiness in life. So, we'll have a bit of a look at that today. And um, I'll you be the judge. But I think that if you've got a humble attitude, it it unlocks a whole bunch of potential to have a more relaxed and happy life.
1: Absolutely. So, can you just define for us what humility is?
0: Okay. Well, tons of people don't like the idea of humility because they feel like it's like being a doormat or just having low self-esteem. But if you... um, Look at the Bible. Someone like David, was uh, King David, was a very humble guy. Yep. And he was a confident king. And um, Moses, the Bible says he was the most humble man on the face of the earth. And he's recognized as one of the greatest leaders of all time. Jesus himself said, like, well, the passage we looked at um, from Philippians chapter 2 is all about how Jesus humbled himself. Yeah. And then God lifted him up for being so humble. So, it's like God himself is like... Um, Humble. That's yeah. one of his main qualities. So a good definition would be um, it's not about putting yourself down. Um, we use this one on the weekend. Not thinking less of yourself, but simply thinking of yourself less. So it's taking the focus off yourself and focusing on God, focusing on helping others. But it's being, I guess it's the opposite of being narcissistic. Yeah. And
1: Yeah, just not allowing the focus to be on yourself.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So, sometimes it's easier to define a word by looking at what it's not. You know, the story of Narcissus is the, like, Greek or Roman mythology. This guy was so good looking that he looked at his reflection in a pond of water all day long, every day, just staring at himself, and then eventually fell into the water and drowned from looking at himself so much. So, that would not be humble. No. So, (laughs) anyway, there you go. So... The opposite of that would be humility, thinking so, of others.
1: So why would humility bring about happiness in our lives?
0: Well, we'll look at a couple of reasons, but here's one to get us started. I believe that it'll make you happier because you're released from the burden of trying to impress others. You're free.
1: Yeah, so, I, I, like I think that's massive at the moment with social media and everything, the people feeling the need to impress others. Yeah. Um, and I think it gets in the way of um, – the actual happiness. For example, on our recent holiday up to um, Fraser Island, we were just flabbergasted (laughs) at the number of people who spent their whole time at a location taking selfies, which clearly they were (laughs) going to post on Instagram or something. And I was watching them thinking, you haven't actually enjoyed your time in this spectacular location because you came down, you've spent an hour taking selfies and you've left. It was...
0: That was all there was to it. That's
1: all there was to it. And so, like, obviously, their need to impress other people by their amazing holiday got in the way.
0: Of having an amazing holiday. Of
1: having an amazing holiday, yeah. And
0: they're at a great place and missed. Yeah. did see the forest for the trees or yeah. whatever the saying is. Yeah. So I think that that is a real thing. Like, social media is great for what it's great for, but it's also useless for what it's not meant for. Yeah. Which is getting your self-esteem from it.
1: That's right. So if you can release that desire to impress people by your instagram page then yeah yes you can enjoy life a whole lot more
0: the keeping up with the joneses factor is still got its power to yeah. it yeah and i think that um having a humble approach just says you know what i don't need to have the latest model fill in the blank I can be happy with what I've got. Yeah. And um, there's nothing wrong with having the latest model, but what if you can't have that right now for whatever reason? Yeah. Then have you given yourself permission to be happy with what you do have? Yeah. All right. Another one is um, why would humility bring about happiness? Well, you're actually able to care about others because you're not thinking about yourself all the time. Yeah. So our pride actually stops us from creating harmony, and harmony is the thing. It's the opposite of conflict, and harmony – is what makes relationships fun And I think you were saying before, Jackie That if you've got happy relationships, that's
1: Yeah, to me, that's that's Happiness in life and contentness in life Is healthy, happy relationships
0: So if you've got this prideful streak in you You can see that that is likely to
1: Cause conflict
0: Yeah, less likely to say sorry
1: Yeah, needing to, to be right
0: Harder to let little things go mm. Well, they alone the big things yeah so i think yeah there's a real relational key to happiness through just having this humble willing to shake that off um how about this one you're able to grow uh, there's a lot about scripture about that we grow when we listen to feedback from other people and if we're prideful in a way that makes us sensitive to receive feedback then it stops us from going. Let me read a couple of these scriptures. This is Proverbs 12, verse 15. It says, The way of a fool is right in his own eyes, but a wise man is one who listens to counsel. So it's listening to advice from others. Um, that's a humble thing to do. Proverbs 11, verse 14. Where there's no guidance, people fall, but in the abundance of counselors, there's victory. Proverbs thirteen ten through. Proverbs 13, Insolence comes nothing but strife But wisdom is with those who receive counsel uh, One more Proverbs nineteen twenty: Listen to counsel and accept discipline That you may be wise the rest of your days So they're all saying the same thing
1: It's a tough one though Because how easy is it to take feedback or criticism No matter how constructive it is
0: Yeah, I don't like it It's horrible <laughs> So what are we going to do?
1: Swallow our pride.
0: (laughs) Who are you most likely to be willing to take some constructive criticism from?
1: Definitely the people you trust the most that you know love you and have your best interests at heart.
0: Yeah. So... Here's a question I think that's good for us to all ask. Do we have a handful of trusted people in our lives who if we're going off the track, if we've got a blind spot in our career, in our spiritual life, in our parenting, whatever it is, in our marriage, and we're headed in a poor direction, other people can see it, but we may not be able to see it. Do we have someone in our life that we would let speak into our lives?
1: I'd like to say I do, but I still don't think I'd take it well. (laughs) (laughs)
0: So, this is, and I think it's a tough thing for any one of us. I think this is where being in a small group at church is really important. If you've got, you may not be in a position to be close enough to take advice or feedback from everyone in the group, but hopefully you'll develop a deep enough friendship with one or two ladies or one or two guys in the group that if something was wrong, that they would be close enough, you know that they love you. yeah, And that... They would be able to say, Hey, I'm worried about you. I've noticed this. Yeah. And that you would be willing to listen because they've won the right to be heard. Yeah. They're close. They love you. Or maybe a spouse, family member, maybe at work that you have a trusted colleague who's not going to stab you in the back. And so my idea is that even go so far as to invite it from who you choose. Yeah. So, like maybe a relative or a colleague or a church friend and say, Look, I don't like constructive criticism, but I know that I need it from time to time. If everybody knows of doing something dumb and I'm the last one to know, yeah, I don't want to be that guy. So, can you give me a heads up?
1: Yeah. And I think too, as much as, you know, if it's coming, if it's being delivered with love, mm. as much as it might hurt initially, yes. I think it's not going to take long to go, no, you know what, they... They're doing this out of love. Yes. And, you know, that makes it a whole lot easier to take on board.
0: I have an example for you. It's a bit embarrassing, but here it is. Um, I was at church a while back. I remember Eddie, our old youth pastor, came up to me and he said, Ben, I have some deodorant in my office for you to use. (laughs) (laughs) And I just thought, oh, okay. And uh, obviously wasn't super excited to hear that, but I actually thought, I told him thanks for telling me And I thought to all my other friends You guys are useless <laughs> <laughs> Nobody had the willingness to tell if I stink and everybody can smell I
1: wonder if he was nervous to tell you
0: I don't know but I'm glad he did Yeah And probably everybody else benefited from that as well <laughs> And so I guess if I'm, if I'm in a place where I've got a blind spot Or a blocked nose or whatever <laughs> it is as um, embarrassing as it is to come to that reality, if everybody else can see it anyway, yeah, like let's just rip the bandaid off. Yeah, I might t- need a bit of time to digest that information and take it on board, and but I'll come around and I'll think to myself, "All right, they've got a point there," yeah, and I'm glad that my friend who loves me let me know that. Yeah. So I think yeah, having that willingness to take feedback is a key to growth. Yeah. What about um, something else, Jackie? Have you got a few ideas?
1: I think the willingness to try something new. Like I think if you, for an example, a couple of months back, Linda asked me to do the prayer in church. Mm-hmm. That is the most petrifying thing somebody could ask me to do. That, And I said to her, Linda, this is so far out of my comfort zone. Why on earth would you ask me to do it? Mm-hmm. And I think my lack of humility was what was making me say no because i was petrified that i would say the wrong thing or look like an idiot and i was being prideful
0: yeah that's amazing to hear like your insight on that and i wonder how often that's because i think we all do that like we think it mixed with wanting to do a good job is wanting to look good
1: (laughs) absolutely nobody likes to stand up the front and look stupid
0: yeah so it's totally human in fact i think a lot of kids are like this yeah and faced with a new sport or game or school challenge it's i think it's pretty common for some kids to just say i'm not going to have a go yeah and what a shame because the 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 facts are the first time we do anything in life generally we're all pretty lousy at it yeah do it a hundred times You're not so bad. Yeah. Do it a thousand times. You're doing great. Yeah. And if we have this attitude, I'm only going to do something if I know I I can nail it first time, then our whole world has just become smaller.
1: Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And that's the thing. Like, Linda encouraged me (laughs) and I asked another friend and said, you know, I've been asked to do this. What should I do? And she was like, well, of course you're going to get up and do it. Don't be so silly. And so I did. And you know what? It wasn't so scary after all.
0: There you go. So that's awesome. And now if you ever had to do that again, would it, I assume it would be just that bit easier.
1: I would still be petrified, but yes, it would be easier. <laughs> give give me a thousand times and then I won't be scared. Sure,
0: we'll put you on the roster.
1: <laughs> no, thanks. <laughs> all
0: right. What about one more idea or mm. two for this? How can humility make you happier?
1: I think um, for people in... Roles of leadership, um, parents, teachers, managers. I think having humility and being willing to listen and not always have a selfish agenda yep. makes you so much better and stronger in those roles.
0: Yes. I was listening to um, John Maxwell, the leadership guru, talk about um Liz Wiseman's book, Multipliers. They were doing a seminar back-to-back, these two leadership gurus. And Mm -hmm. Maxwell, who's like regarded by some as one of the greatest teachers on leadership, he took his whole team to Liz's leadership seminar, Liz Wiseman's leadership Mm -hmm. seminar. And um, they were talking about how people have blind spots in their leadership. Yeah. And he he had his table um, do it like they're all just listening to Liz's teaching on – being an accidental diminisher, which is the idea that you're accidentally diminishing your staff, sort of disempowering them without yeah. even noticing it. Yeah. And he was he was hilarious. He was on stage talking about how his whole team was really into it and he's supposed to be the world's greatest leader. And they were like, he was like, okay, do you have one or two things to tell me? And he could hardly get a word in. They were all discussing yeah, it so right. much. And he said to his secretary after the seminar, um, you know, I'm wondering if I am an accidental diminisher. Um, Have a think about it and let me know in a couple of days. And she goes, I've already thought about it. I have a list ready for you. <laughs> <laughs> and he said, if you are a leader, you need to ask the people around you for feedback. Be willing to hear that. And um, if, you, if you think that they don't know your weaknesses, he said, you're kidding yourself like that's that's what they're all talking about it in the lunchroom they're all talking about it around the bubbler just go and ask them what it is and um versus having a boss or a parent or a teacher who's unwilling to listen yeah Or take feedback and so i think it unlocks a new level of leadership yeah so another tough one to swallow but so healthy
1: yeah yeah all
0: right what else have we got one more We've got a scripture here from Romans 12 that talks about um, sort of accepting yourself for where you're at. Do you want to read that out?
1: Yeah, sure. So it's Romans 12, verse 3. For by the grace given to me, I say to every one of you, do not think of yourself more highly than you ought, but rather think of yourself with sober judgment in accordance with the faith God has distributed to each of us.
0: All right. Now, when I first hear that, I think, is that sort of a put down don't think of yourself more highly than you ought think of yourself with sober judgment but as i look into that deeper and the next verse talks about if you've got a spiritual gift of leadership then lead with the level that god has blessed you with yeah and if you've got the gift of service or prophecy or healing or whatever it is do it with the measure that god's given you and i actually think that this is god giving us permission to be happy with what, where we're at in yep. life and bloom where we're planted to some of us are very ambitious and we've got big dreams. There's nothing wrong with that. But what if your big dreams are not where you're at? Like it's just right now, today it's impossible to be at that level. Yeah. And I think that this verse is simply saying do the best with what you've got and you 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 don't need to feel unworthy because you're not like an Olympian. Yeah, way. that's
1: right. Everybody doesn't need to be perfect at everything.
0: Yeah. yeah. And so just um, I think the scripture is encouraging us to – like some of us have got a, a very um, determined dream to shoot for, but can we be happy with where we're at today?
1: Yeah. So you talked about the lost art of listening. What is that and what's it got to do with humility? I think that um, this is
0: where we just – are interested in other people. Yeah. And so if you take the definition of humility as just being less self absorbed, this is where you chat with someone and you actually look them in the eye and listen. You're not planning your getaway. You're not thinking in your head about the next funny thing you're going to say. Yeah. You're just actually interested in what they have to say. Yeah. And that's a gift. And so many of us are just like the person might be talking about a topic or interest that is not shared. And we're just thinking, how can I get out of here? Yeah. And so to be able to listen to someone is showing them love.
1: And, and I think it's quite obvious too when somebody is listening to you with that level of um, intent. Like it's, it's very obvious when people's minds are elsewhere. Yeah. And, and I, but I think when people really sit and like, you, you know when they're really listening.
0: Yeah. And how does it make you feel when you can tell that they're kind of planning oh, their exit
1: Yeah. versus
0: how does it make you feel when somebody's just like super interested in your life?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. So, what
0: about how is humility starting to sound a bit better? What do you reckon?
1: Yeah, absolutely.
0: So, if we want it, how do we get it? What are some ideas? How can you cultivate humility?
1: Number one, you need the Holy Spirit. This humility does not come naturally That's to right. any of us. <laughs> so, well yes, there's some practical things we can do, but I think number one, we've got to pray for it. Yeah. It, it's it's not something that we can create and cultivate ourselves.
0: I've always thought that it should have been added to the list of fruits of the Holy Spirit, by the way. Yeah. The, the fruit of the Spirit goes love, joy, peace, patience, da, 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 self-control. And I think that you can just add the word humility. Yeah, like absolutely. Like it's elsewhere there in the scripture. But, um, yeah, so pray for it. How else can we get it?
1: Definitely the listening. Like actually focus on, you know, when you're talking to someone and if, and you catch yourself thinking about the next thing you're going to say or your mind wandering, stop yourself and go, no, focus. <laughs> I'm going to give Listen. this person the time of day. Yeah. yeah, yeah, be conscious of it. Yeah, I think
0: it's just like being less selfish And, you know, as I've been working on this topic for today's presentation and on the weekend, I've realized, man, I think I'm more selfish than I realised. because...
1: It's quite scary when you think about it, (laughs) isn't it?
0: (laughs) How much am I actually interested in other people just for them? Yeah. And and same with God. Like how much am I ambitious for myself versus how much am I ambitious to lift up Jesus? Yeah. And imagine, like I just realized that was a really refreshing thought for me to think I... Being humble is not about f- putting myself down or even turning off ambition. It's where am, what's my what am I ambitious for? Yeah. And if I can am, be ambitious for lifting up Jesus' name, then I can have the joy in life of giving a hundred percent to something. Yeah. But it's totally good, and there's no nothing to lose from that and mm-hmm. everything to gain. So, yeah, that that meant a lot to me figuring out that I can be fully ambitious, but it's for lifting up Jesus' name caring for others yeah yeah what are some other ways to cultivate humility
1: uh, practice mindfulness and be focused on the present and not i guess not thinking which sort of leads into the being grateful for what you have not keeping up with the joneses but i you know it's said all the time that you have to learn to be content and happy with where you are not thinking yeah I think that once the kids are in high school, I'll be happy. Or once we go on that holiday, I'll be happy. Or once this happens, I'll be happy. Yes, it's it's about stopping now and
0: being thankful for being thankful
1: and grateful for where you're at and what you have.
0: That's awesome. What about um, the idea of to be to practice humility? Is think about the people who we really challenge us in life. Who are uh, the Bible talks about our enemies, and we often wouldn't think depending on who you are, I guess, but wouldn't call people our enemies. But there might be people who annoy you, upset you, making your life difficult. Mm-hmm. And the Bible talks about loving our enemies. Yeah. And we don't generally want to do that. That's that's where God says a miracle's got to happen. Yeah. And so to cultivate humility is just to recognize that Christ, believe it or not, I hate to admit it, but he loves those, those nutcases, those yeah. people who I feel like they're a bit of an idiot. He loves them just as much as he loves me. Yeah. And just taking some time to realize that Christ died for them, he would have done it all just for them. Yeah. And then to even go to the Bible says, bless your enemies, pray for those who persecute you. And, um, you know, in life, from time to time over the years, I've really struggled with different people and I've tried it out. And I feel like as I've prayed for someone who's given me a hard time, like as a Asking God to bless them abundantly in every way, something switches in my head, and I move from sort of a victim mentality yep. to a victor mentality. So I'm no, no longer feeling like I'm oppressed by them, but I'm handing out, like I'm asking God to hand out blessings to them. Yeah, and it's amazing how it's changed my whole perspective to the challenge that I'm facing with them. Yeah. So that's another classic, like do it God's way, and ways to... Things should happen that you wouldn't have expected. Good things, yeah.
1: I think another thing is asking for help when you need it. Not being so proud to admit that you haven't got it all together or that, um, you know, there's something you're struggling with.
0: I think that's a great one, asking for help when you need it. And I think that this is not just something that, like, kids need to learn to do, but adults sometimes I think we need to relearn.
1: Oh, we're far worse at it than kids. (laughs) Kids ask for everything. Yeah,
0: and so... Yeah, I think that sometimes we've got to realise it's actually asking a question or asking for help is sometimes just the best possible path. Saying, I don't know what to do here. Yeah. Can I have some help? I think we are afraid that people will write us off. It's like being a bit vulnerable. Yeah. We don't know everything. But generally, like, I'm, I find myself moved towards people who are showing some humility. Oh,
1: Absolutely. And, and I who don't open think, themselves up.
0: I don't think less of them. I think, oh, they're easy to be friends with. Yeah. Whereas somebody who's always got an answer for everything. Yes. I feel like there's a wall up.
1: Yep. Yeah. hundred percent.
0: Another great thing I think that you can do to cultivate humility is just simply get out the word of God and yep. pray and get your highlighter out. Go through one of the gospels, get the book of Luke and... Um, Pray to God to speak to you, and pay attention to the life of Jesus, and see how he lived out his humble humanity when he's actually God. And like as you, uh, the Bible says, as we behold Jesus, we become changed. Yeah. And so, just if you went through a gospel with that, with the whole intent, I'm looking for the demonstration of Jesus being humble. I think God will speak to us on that level.
1: Yeah. Another one that we touched on earlier was weeding out um, media that negatively affects us. So, you know, we touched on social media and that early, but I think you know, social media is not all bad, but if you find that you're looking at it and thinking, "Oh my goodness, I'm look at all these amazing crafts these mothers have done with their <laughs> kids, that's my worst nightmare doing craft." <laughs> if it's really affecting yeah, you negatively, then you've got to stop looking at it.
0: You don't need it. Yeah. Yeah, awesome. And uh, like be prepared to make a change. Yeah. You know, um, just as we bring things to a close, it would be great to have a, a look at a, another scripture just to finish off with. And um, there's tons of scripture that you can look about um. being humble. Um, but I want to read out a couple of promises that God gives us. And... Um, Here's one that is a beautiful promise. It says, 1 Peter 5, verse 6, humble yourselves therefore under God's mighty hand that he may lift you up in due time. Mm. I love that. Yeah. Humble yourself under God's mighty hand that he may lift you up in due time. Something's really grounding about that. Yeah. It's just like recognizing that God is God. I'm a human being. I don't have to have carry the weight of the world on my shoulders. Yeah. I can. I can trust God. He cares for me. And that at the right time, God wants to lift us up. Um, but he'll be lifting us up in a healthy way, not an egotistical way. Yeah. It's the it's the right kind of way. Here's another one that's similar. It says, um, Proverbs 22, verse 4, humility is the fear of the Lord. And I think that's like having awe for God. It's not being terrified of you. And it says, humility's wages are riches, honor, and life. Wow. What yeah. a promise. Like, that sounds like the super superficial stuff that we're not supposed to love so much and the irony of the gospel seems to come through again and again when you let go of that stuff and you grab a hold of jesus you end up getting blessed yep. anyway yeah humility is the fear of the lord and its wages are riches honor and life there we go do you have anything else you want to add are we done for today i think we're good ready are you totally humble oh, i'm
1: so humble ben. i'm totally
0: <laughs> humble too we've done it jenny <laughs> mission accomplished <laughs> Well, thanks everyone for listening. It's been fun. I hope that you've enjoyed Bible Munchies. If you've got any questions for mm-hmm. us, please, um, you can message it through on our Wallsend Church Facebook pages or um, send us an email on our Wallsend Church website, um, wallsendchurch.com, or just come along and we'd love to see you at church on the weekend. Kelly Morton is going I to heard. be preaching it I'm up. excited. And so I guess she'll be doing Bible Munchies next week as well. Mm-hmm. So until next time, see you
1: later. See you later.